welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am your host. So today I have a question for you. Do you hurry and worry? So I'm going to share with you a bit from one of my favorite mentors. And yes, he is a member of my old dead guys club, if you know what that means, Thomas Troward. So he talks a lot about the laws of uh, the universe, really, but specifically, I'm going to talk about the law of growth today and how it uh, is applied in nature, right? And he talks about how you can apply any universal law that happens in nature to your own thinking. So I'm going to specifically explain to you the three choices you have when you're exposed to a new idea and encourage you to really get to know your own mind more. So for example, when a new idea is presented to you, what do you do? What's your pattern? And what do you want to happen? Okay, you might want pen and paper for this one today. Awesome. Enjoy. Let's talk about Thomas Troward. So Thomas Troward, for those of you who don't know, his name is spelled T-R-O-W-A-R-D. So Thomas Troward is a member of what I affectionately call my old dead guys club. So he is, um, so that, that old dead guys club is, is authors, uh, theologians, philosophers, poets, people who are long gone from this earth but their work still remains. So they are people that I study on a regular basis. So uh, Napoleon Hill, James uh, Allen, Wallace D. Waddles, um, those are just some of the guys. Uh, And so if you came and you looked at my bookshelves, you would notice a lot of old dead guys, okay? So Thomas Troward is one. Um, He's somebody that I've been studying for quite some time, and he's got several books out. So one thing I find is that when I... um, when I get to a, a author or a writer that I really enjoy, I typically go by all their work, okay? So I can't remember where this came from today because it's in a book of, of all kinds of different books. But I really wanted to talk about this idea that he talks about that is, is mirrored in all of those other authors that I just told you about. They are all saying the same thing, along with Neville Goddard, okay? So he talks about how ideas are like seeds. So where does an idea come from? So you might get it from an outside source, right? So maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, that's a great idea, right? Or you could just be kind of like maybe what I do, either in the shower or taking a walk, an idea comes, right? Or I was driving this morning to PT and I had an idea for a new program. Um, So you get an idea and they're like seeds. And Thomas Trower goes through and he says, you know what? There is a a universal law of growth. So again, it's this idea that you can look at the, the, you can look at nature and say, this is how nature operates. And you can apply that to, this is how our brain and our mind operates. So he talks a lot about, you know, what it means to be a seed and and how you take care of that and how, how the law of growth shows up. So for example, you know, if you look at an acorn seed and you look at an oak, you know, they're wildly different, aren't they? (laughs) An acorn is like that big and an oak is huge. But you see, the acorn not only has one huge tree located inside that little seed, think about how many acorns one oak tree gives off in its lifetime. 
a lot, right? So what he's saying is that when you get one thought, one idea that comes to you, it's not just that idea. That there are, if you, if you water it, if you fertilize it, if you put it in the right environment, if you really take care of that idea, it's going to continue to give you ideas over and over and over again. Now, I know this to be true because, quite frankly, this is how my business is growing right now. Um, so I really wanted to talk about this a little bit because what do you do with the ideas that come to you? I can tell you this, that after, you know, working with hundreds of coaching clients over the years, that, that there's typically three things that you do with a new idea, okay? So the first thing that most people do is they get an idea, they recognize the power of that idea, right? So I was talking to somebody the other day and they're um, working on building up a, a new online course. Great. So they're building up this course. They know it's a great idea. They know it's going to go and help a lot of people. Awesome. Um, but they're really trying to force it to happen. They're trying to make something happen. Okay. So they're looking at it and saying, um, you know, how can I, how can I up the timetable here? Right. And in reality, what's happening is they're increasing their amount of worry and anxiety. And because they're, they're worrying and they have all these anxious thoughts, they're stressed. And then that stress gets on their brain. And if you follow my work for any length of time, you know what's coming. A stressed brain cannot be creative or solve problems. If you are launching or getting ready to launch a course, guess what? You need to be creative and solve problems. So this hurry and anxiety does nothing for you. You're actually fighting the good idea. Now, a lot of people um, that I deal with out in the normal world, so these are not typically my coaching clients because by the time they come to me, they're, they're beyond this stage, but a lot of people out there in the world, um, the, the other thing that they do with an idea, they get it and then they, it's like they give up hope, right? Um, they deny the power behind that idea. You know, they'll, they'll get the idea and go, oh yeah, that's such a good idea. They might even, even tell a friend, oh my gosh, this is such a great idea, right? Or, oh, I've got a great idea for a business. And then they go tell everybody they know, but they never do anything with it because they're like, oh, yeah, that's going to take work. Or, oh, well, somebody else can do that. Okay? So they give up the hope. They deny the power. Now, these first two choices, here's what happens. Whether you're trying to force something to happen or you give up hope. The new thoughts that you have in forcing and giving up hope, those new thoughts, it's like they cancel out the idea completely, okay? It's, it's like you come in, the seed was planted, and, and maybe even it starts to grow a little bit, and you come in with your shovel and you, gone, okay? So what do you do? So now the third choice, which of course is what I try to get my coaching clients to go towards, the third choice is you wanna set your desire, you wanna set your intention, and you wanna be persistent. So you know, one of the things that, that we often do as an exercise, and this is where you can tell, do you really want something or do you not? Um, is I have people go through visualization exercises. So sit down 10 minutes every day, and actually write out in a journal, you know, this is what life is going to be like, feel like, look like, listen. Uh, you know, this is, this is what life will be like. 
This is what I will be like. This is what people will be saying about me. This is, you know, what, what my house will look like. Whatever the goal that you're trying to reach, whatever this idea is. So I'll give you a great example. Not too long ago, I had um, a, a coaching client who was in a multi-level marketing company. Okay. Network marketers love network marketers, by the way, they have a, a real, um, penchant for personal growth and development. So she's in this, uh, company. I won't tell you who she is or which company, but she's in the company and she's at a certain promotional level. Now she had been reaching and striving and trying to make something happen to get to the next level for months, if not longer than that. And I came in and I said, hey, you know, can I give you just a couple pointers here? And she's like, yes, please. So yes, of course, I explained some of this to her, which I know she didn't quite get at the time. I said, okay, forget it. Let's just go right to the exercises. So I walked her through several different meditations, several different visualizations. We had her sit down with her journal every day and write out what her life would look like. Okay. She changed nothing else. I'm not kidding you. Not another thing. Now there were little adjustments here and there, but by her words, she said, Michelle, I really didn't do anything other than what I was doing before. Boom, she meets her target. And it's one of those targets that's like literally gonna change her life. Why? Because if a seed is operating by the law of growth, if it's in the correct environment, if it's being watered, if it's being taken care of, a seed doesn't go and then boop, you know, it kind of grows something out of it. That's not how that works, right? It's in the right environment. It has everything it needs. And that's what happens with imagination and visualization. You are literally fertilizing that idea in your mind. Okay. Thomas Troward says that you water it. And by watering the idea, he says you give it quiet, concentrated contemplation of your desire as an accomplished fact. I'm going to say that again, and I want you to write that down if you can. Quiet, so not frenzied or hurried. Concentrated, so focused. Contemplation, so contemplation uh, infers a little bit of time and thinking, okay, of your desire, so your, your actual goal, as an accomplished fact. So what he's saying is set aside regular time where you can be quiet, you can, you can uh, think about your, your desire, but you really want to think about it as if it's already done, okay? Listen, I could come here and I could show you my big old pile of journals, but um, one of the things that I do almost every single day is I, I do the same thing because I'm never going to ask you guys to do anything I wouldn't do myself. I go through those journals, I write down, this morning my, my reflection was on um, doing some work and I was near a beach and how I got to take a little bit of time off, okay? Play around with this because you get to pick which seed is going to grow, okay? And I actually wrote down this quote, I want to read it for you, okay? So he says, our thought forms what he calls a spiritual prototype. So this is his idea of the seed in the mind, which if left undisturbed, so undisturbed means you're not making something happen. You're not rooting it out, right? Left undisturbed will produce itself in external circumstances. Okay. So what he's saying there is that, uh, it will actually come out as a result in your life. The only difference is in the sort of prototype we form. Okay, so the idea, the thought we have, 
And thus, evil is brought to you by precisely the same law as good. Okay? So he's talking about that law of growth. You get the results in your life that you put in your head. Okay? So I'm going to read the whole thing. Our thought forms a spiritual prototype, which if left undisturbed, will produce itself in external circumstances. The only difference is in the sort of prototype we form. And thus, evil is brought to you by precisely the same law as good. All right, so I got a couple questions for you as we're kind of transitioning out here. Um, do you hurry and worry? You know, would you say that your life is about hurry and worry? Um, do you discount and ignore? So you, do you get that idea and immediately you're like, oh, that'll never work. Okay. Or do you focus and persist? Now the choice is yours about what you're going to do with that. Okay, the choice is yours. So just get to know your own mind. Maybe even, even really check in today. After you listen to this, what kind of ideas are coming to you and what do you do with it? Okay, try to find out what your pattern is. Awesome. Hey, I'm so glad to spend some time with you today uh, I, and, and to introduce you to one of my old dead guys. Uh, if you want to go and, and study him, just look up Thomas Troward and, and you'll get all kinds of different options, okay? Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.